Blog Talk Radio. Ashe, ashe, my life is a good life. Ashe, ashe, my life is good. Ashe, Agape International Choir welcoming you this morning with Arne Batson. That was our choir dancing. She's standing on solid ground and... Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Warrior Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali, and welcome to another episode of the show. Today is Monday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. I've been hearing that all day. You can, of course, find us here biweekly, although I 
think I'm going to have to stop saying that because we have been on the air every single week for the past three weeks. So I think this show is turning into a weekly show. Well, tonight you all are in for a special treat with our guest, Beverly Jones Durr. Beverly Jones Durr is an artist, a motivational speaker, a life experience coach, I love that, and published author. Beverly passionately works to enhance the self-esteem and build confidence in women, children, and young adults through workshops, creativity, and empowerment. Her programs, Every Child Has a Story, Speech Crafters, and My Sisters Are Doing It, nurture, encourage, and develop life skills through writing and public speaking workshops, webinars, and events. Woo! She is a seasoned Toastmaster and has been a speaker for over 10 years. Her latest book, Nurturing a Grateful Heart, The Power of Possibilities, was selected as one of the top 10 inspirational books by Aspire Magazine. Beverly, welcome to the show. We are honored to have you here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Thank you, and I am honored to be here today. Yay, thank you so much for for agreeing to be a guest. And, you know, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for honoring your commitment because you had a family situation, and even though I said, listen, you know, we could always do another show at another time, you still honored your word, and that speaks volume of your dedication, and I just had to share my gratitude with you and the listeners, so thank you so much for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, My sister uh, passed a couple of weeks ago, and yesterday, while I was sitting around just sort of thinking about the week, I remember her telling me that I wasn't supposed to weep over the things that were in the past. I was supposed to keep forging ahead and working on my legacy. So that is what I intend to do to honor my sister and my family. Wonderful. And so tonight we're going to dedicate this show in your sister's memory. What is your sister's name? I just want to dedicate the show to her. Her name is Barbara Jones Sweeney. Okay. So tonight's show is dedicated to Barbara Sweeney. So you have a lot of things happening and going on, and I know that you have an upcoming writing uh, writing workshop for children. Um, so would you want to tell us a little bit about that? Because there's so many ways, areas that we can go. I, I was on your website. I know you're an author, you, you're a speaker, and you're an artist. So we can go wherever you want to go, but I guess my first question is, tell us a little bit about the Every Child Has a, a Story Writing Workshop. Okay. The Every Child Has a Story program has two parts a writing workshop, and a public speaking workshop called Speech Crafters. 
And my mission in this program is to raise the self-confidence and self-esteem in children. I believe it's really important to do that because when I was growing up, I had people who helped me, my mother, my father, my aunts and uncles, helped to instill a pretty firm and healthy self-esteem in me. And I guess that's why I feel like children today need that, especially with all the things that are going on. So what I do with the writing workshop is I teach the children to put words to their thoughts, their dreams, and their feelings, to learn to communicate orally and in writing. Because a child who can speak its mind and stand in presence in front of an adult and others will be empowered And that's what we want our children to be. They have a lot on their plate. They have a lot of things in this world they have to deal with, but they're counting on us to help them to stand firm in who they are and discover their own path. The writing workshop is a six-week program where the children get together and they write their own story or they write poetry or whatever it is they want to be creative about. The children also illustrate their own books. And at the end, I have my own publishing company. I publish the books for the children. So they get a hard copy bound illustrated book to be presented to them at an award ceremony. And it's a very uplifting thing to see the children when they first enter in the classroom the the first day. And those proud brand-new authors who stand in front of their parents and peers and accept their certificate of authorship as well as their published book. Now, I can Mm -hmm. see just by looking at them that they have changed from day one, and they're going to continue to change because they feel good about themselves. My programs are basically, they're, they're geared toward children, but I have another program geared toward the mothers. And that one is mm. called My Sisters Are Doing It. Because, you know, women are the nurturers. But in yeah. order to learn to nurture your children, you got to learn to nurture yourself. Women need Say a lot again. of help today with their kids. <laughs> they have mm-hmm. to have our help. I believe in the village it takes to raise a child. And I'm not mm-hmm. one of those villagers that peeks out the window and runs in the door. I'm an active player. I am in the mm-hmm. street. I am talking to the children. I am talking to the parents. They need us. And we need to step up. Mm. Wow. Wow. You, I'm speechless. I'm speechless for the first time. Normally I'm running my mouth on on the show and I got so much to say, but what you're saying is hitting so close to home. Yeah. (laughs) Because we have so many single mothers out here. And we have so many women who are wounded out here. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to start this show, because people need to understand, especially women, that whatever it is you're struggling with or whatever it is you're having an issue with, there are people out here doing the work and listening to you say, you know, you're active. You're out in the street, you know. You 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 you're talking to the youth. We need to know that. We need to know that there are people who care, you know. And yeah. and I'm talking from a, the perspective of uh, a woman who is a single mother. I um, 
lost my husband to colon cancer. Uh, it's coming up on eight years ago. And so um, it never was an issue for my children growing up because they came from the two-parent household. They had the mother and the father. And now, you know, as my circumstances have changed, I'm seeing just how much um, a child's self-esteem can be affected from that missing parent, whether it be through death, whether it be through incarceration or some other circumstances. So, right. you know, thank you so much. I did. I had no idea. I had no idea um, mm. the impact that, that this would bring. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that. And then, you know, having both of those programs, one for the children and then one for the mothers, um, mothers a lot of times, uh, and I'll speak from my experience. I won't put that on everyone. Um, coming from the martyr syndrome that I have to uh, sacrifice and I have to be a certain way because if I don't do that, um, I won't be perceived as a good mother. Um, but then also having issues and things that have gone on in my childhood and, and young adulthood that could be affecting the way that I mother and parent my child. So to see that you have both of those programs um, available to the community um, speaks volumes, speaks volumes. So thank you so much. And Speech Crafters, I love that. I love the name of of that program. Well, that program the, was created mostly because of my uh, eight-year-old grandson, Benjamin. He's eight years old, but I swear I think he's going on 15 because <laughs> kids just seem to develop, and it amazes me every day the things that he can actually explain to me that I did not mm -hmm. know or did not understand. But he's mm -hmm. very articulate, and I remember thinking it's probably because we've talked to him a lot. He talks to us, and he asks a lot of questions, and we answer his questions in detail, and he loves to read. And I remember oh. thinking when I grew up, my mother, well, my mother said I was born talking, and <laughs> that probably was true because talking is an easy thing for me to do. But I don't know if I said anything in those early years that made any sense. I must have thought I had something to say. But wouldn't it be wonderful if you were three or four years old and you could seriously articulate your feelings, yeah. your emotions, the things you want, your dreams, that you even have dreams that you can say are my dreams. That's mm -hmm. what I want to see for our children. I mean, I just, mm -hmm. I see so much, what do they tell us? Children are our future. That is the yes. absolute truth. But you can't just say it. you got to yes. make it real because if they're our future and you're not doing anything to help them, well, guess mm -hmm. what? When you become old and decrepit and they're going <laughs> to be in control of everything that happens to you. Is that what you mm -hmm. want? Don't right. you want children who are adults? the way you would have wanted to have been an adult? I mean, look at your kids. Yeah. Are you raising children to be the kind of adult you want it to be? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
you you are I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I am speechless because you are you're you're preaching to the choir in terms of, of my personal feelings about that. Um but also I think it's important for our listeners, the people who are listening um to us. You know, I'm praying, my prayer is that this is sparking some kind of fire in you, listeners, about what's really going on in your household with your children. Um, Are they speaking to you? Are you having conversations? Because, you know, a lot of times in, in this modern society nowadays, we don't sit down and have dinner with each other. Right, which no, would be the, the 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 catalyst for having the conversations and ha- and talking and finding out what's on your child's mind and you know I'm guilty of it. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know that's someone else doing it and I don't do it. I do it as well, but I do my absolute best. You know, if we're driving or something, to to have those conversations with them to get them to express what is happening and what is going on and what would they like to do? You know, what what yeah. are their dreams? Um yeah. so this is this is good stuff that you are sharing with us this evening. Oh my goodness, this is good stuff. Um you know, parenting ahead. is really difficult. Parenting is a hard job. There's no mm-hmm. class for it. And even if there was a class, we probably wouldn't have had the time to take the class. So right. parenting children today, especially as a single mother, that's hard. And you really got to mm-hmm. ignore those people who say you are supposed to be able to do the laundry, uh, fry up some bacon, work a nine to five, cut the grass, be superwoman. That is not real. <laughs> that's not even yeah. possible. And if you think that's what you have to do, you've already set yourself up for failure. The most mm-hmm. important thing you have to know is you're not in it alone. We are warrior women, but That's warrior right. women are part of an army. Yes. And we as Ooh. women must learn to support our sisters in any capacity that we feel comfortable supporting them. There is enough of us out there. There mm-hmm. is definitely enough of us. Everybody can point What's wrong with society? Everybody can tell you about somebody else's kid who ought to do this or ought to do that. And then when something happens that's really bad, the parents get blamed. Okay, mm-hmm. we can do that. Or maybe we can flip the page and we can ask ourselves, what is it that I could have done to help this parent? Yeah. What was my role in the dysfunction of this relationship between this parent and the child? Because there's always mm-hmm. something you can do. We just don't mm-hmm. always do it. Right, right, right. Oh, my goodness, you are sparking something. You're, you're sparking a fire. You're sparking a fire. <laughs> Seriously, like I I was kind of like slouched over, you know, listening in the beginning, and then when you started talking, I sat straight up, straight up, yeah. because you are speaking truth. To power, you are speaking truth to power, and uh, I want to just take a, a minute right now to kind of like turn the turn the page a little bit, and I want to ask you a little bit about your book because it says here your latest book, "Nurturing a Grateful Heart: The Power of Possibilities." 
tell us well, a little bit about it. <laughs> nurturing a Grateful Heart came about within a two-week period. I always write a book based on what God tells me I need to write about. And he had already had me to write a book called The 40-Day Joy Challenge, in which I took 40 days and purposely wrote in my journal something positive that gave me joy. And it was difficult to do because during that time period when I was seeking joy, that was that time period in Alabama, which is where I live, where those tornadoes came through and just ripped up everything. But I found out that if I looked for joy, if I seriously looked for it and expected it to be there, it would show up. Then God said, I need you to talk about gratitude. And I found mm-hmm. that you can't ignore something when God tells you to do it because you know him. He, you just going to do it. And in yeah, two weeks' time, <laughs> sitting in my office with God and I sitting there together, I wrote Nurturing a Grateful Heart. My thought about that mm-hmm. is, If you have joy, if you can identify joy in any situation, joy leads to gratitude because you're grateful. Even for something like a broken leg, I'm grateful that my leg wasn't crushed. I'm grateful I still have a leg. It's not so much whether your glass is half empty or half full. Gratitude is knowing that you have a glass and that there is something in it. But it's a process that you have to practice every day. And trust me, you're going to get situations each and every day that's going to make you wonder, why am I grateful for this? Where is my joy in this situation? But if you keep working it and you keep practicing it, joy and gratitude together equals success and happiness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, this is good stuff. Are we doing a radio program or are you uh, coaching me? <laughs> Girl, look, I don't want anybody to think that I'm some perfect chick sitting up on a crown with all my little stuff together. I'm an ordinary woman. I'm a flawed woman. And thank goodness the Lord is not done with me yet. I have made yes. some mistakes in raising my children, but I have three grown sons who do not have any type of a personal relationship with the judicial system. They have children of their own, they're raising their families, and they're doing quite well. Do I give myself credit for that? No, I credit God, because when I messed Mm -hmm. up, I knew where to go to get some advice on how to fix it. So it's okay to fall. Don't be Mm -hmm. afraid to fall. You're going to fall. You get your best lessons in the valley. Because in the valley is where you pull those tools together for your success toolbox so that you can climb that out of the valley into the next peak. There are several. Mm. That's just the way life is, peaks, valleys. You just got to learn how to balance and manage your peaks and valleys. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you, you have been a treat. You have been quite the treat this evening. Uh, Believe it or not, we are coming to the end of the show. But before we end the show, I want to be sure that people know where and how to get in touch with you. So could you share that with us, please? Share your website. Share any information in terms of the the, uh, workshops and and the um, events that you have coming up. Please share that with us. Okay. Okay. 
everything you need to know about me is on my website. All the events, the workshops, everything. My workshop, my um, website can be found at www.beverlyjonesder.org. And can we find you on social media? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm on social media. Okay. Oh. I have a Facebook <laughs> okay. group called My Sisters okay. Are Doing It, and Sisters is spelled S-I-S-T-A-H-S. And you can pull that up by searching My Sisters Are Doing It on Facebook. I am also out there under author Beverly Jones Durr. And my organization I founded is called Beverly Jones Durr Enterprises. And I'm listed that way as well on Facebook. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter the same way. Great, great, wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to make sure I'm following you and and uh, I'm definitely interested in the group, and you have a lot of wonderful things going on, and um, I definitely have to reach out to you. But thank you so much for joining us on the show this evening. I appreciate you. I have enjoyed it. I will definitely be going back to listen again because you shared a lot of good jewels tonight with us. And um, well, Thank you for having me. You are most welcome, and at any time you want to come back, you are welcome, and the we have an open-door policy here. So we're going to say thank you all for joining us tonight, and I want you all to join us next week for our special guest, Paige Engel. You don't want to miss it. Are you a lifelong learner? I will see you all next week. My life is a good life Ashe, Ashe My life is good Ashe, Ashe My Say love.
Agape International Choir welcoming you this morning with Arne Babson. That was our choir dancing. We stand on solid ground.